Hi, this is Dave Olson. I'm the senior leader of Heartland Church located in Ankeny, Iowa. I hope the following message challenges, encourages, and ultimately changes you. Thanks for joining us. Well, today I, I get to continue in a, a little bit of a, a vein of uh, teaching that I started in my first sermon here at Heartland Church a couple weeks ago. Um, and I, I talked a few weeks ago about camping before crossing over. And today I want to talk to you a little bit more about crossing over, but um, maybe you see up here on the platform this morning, you see I have some things stuffed under here um, that are tennis shoes. And the title of my message today is called New Shoes. Everybody say, New Shoes. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Father, there is none like you. And so right now, we open our hearts, we open our minds to the teaching of the Word of God, and Lord, I ask that you br help me to bring the supply of the Spirit this morning. We give you full permission to do what you want to do in this place, in Jesus' name, amen. So in this message today, I really want to empower you to cross over into a new size with God a new dimension with God, and a new territory. A new size and a new territory with God. I want to get you ready as an individual and as a church for what is coming at our doorstep. Pastor Dave has been ministering for several weeks about taking the region and taking it by faith in the Spirit first. And I want to continue in that same vein of the Spirit and talk to you about crossing over with some new shoes. We're going to go to the scriptures today, Joshua chapter 3. I'm going to read this to you this morning. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation this morning. We'll put it up on the screen. Starting in verse 2, it says this. Three days later, the Israelite officers went through the camp giving these instructions to the people. When you see the Levitical priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, move out from your positions and follow them. Since you've never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about a half mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the Ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. Then Joshua told the people, purify yourselves. For tomorrow, the Lord will do great wonders among you. I have three simple points for my message today. Get ready. Prepare your heart. It's time for some new shoes. Let's look at this section of scripture again. He says, three days later, the Israelite officers went through the camp, giving these instructions to the people. When you see, when you see, when you see the Levitical priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. You see, back in those days, the presence of God was housed in this in and around this wooden box known as the Ark of the Covenant. It was a wooden box covered with gold. 
It was placed inside of a tent known as a tabernacle. And when they placed it inside of the tabernacle, God's presence would come and abide on the top area of that ark known as the mercy seat. And so God had told his people, I'm going to bring you out of Egypt and I'm going to bring you into a promised land. And they were traveling with God. They had left Egypt, that slavery, that old form of life. They were in Egypt for 400 years, learning to think like a slave, learning to function like a slave, learning to process life like a slave, getting their bats, backs beaten like a slave, learning what it is to be enslaved. But God brought them out, amen? And he brought them through this wilderness season of life where they were growing their character and they were learning to hear God again, to hear the real one true God, to differentiate his voice from the voice of the idols and false gods of Egypt. And they were learning to hear his voice, to obey his voice, to believe his voice, to trust God Almighty. And God had brought them through this wilderness season and right up to the edge of a promise, of the promised land. When they came out of Egypt, God parted the Red Sea and they came over. And when they came up to the promised land, God was about to part another set of waters, the Jordan River, and bring them into the promise. And we find the people of God camped right before they're about to enter in. And God, in his grace and in his love, recognizes that the people of God are about to go through a big change. And in his grace, he comes to them through Joshua and the elders, and he says, get ready. Change is on the horizon. Prepare your hearts to receive what I'm about to do. It's going to be time for some new shoes. Get ready. Everybody say, get ready. He said, when you see when you see, when you see God on the move, God at that time was with them through the Ark of the Covenant. We don't have the Ark of the Covenant today as believers. We have the Spirit of God on the inside of us, and we have the Spirit of God among us as a congregation of his people. And yet God is still on the move. And I want to tell you today, God is on the move. When you see God on the move, you better recognize it. You better prioritize it. And you better mobilize with it. When you see God on the move. He said here, when you see the priest, the Levitical priests, with the Ark of the Covenant, starting to move. See it. We could say, when we see our spiritual leaders, those that God has placed in our lives as our spiritual leaders, 
stand before us and give us fresh direction. Be ready to move. Recognize it. Prioritize it. And mobilize with it. <laughs> Get ready, he says. Right here, he says, Move out from your positions and follow them. Follow them. Follow them. Get ready to follow. You know, God wouldn't say this if we weren't going to be tempted not to. God wouldn't say, hey, when you see them, if there is a possibility that you wouldn't. God wouldn't say, keep your distance, keep a healthy distance, if it wasn't possible for you to run out ahead of God and miss his direction for your life. So don't, when this occurs, and it's coming, don't run ahead of God thinking you have it all figured out. Think about who he's talking to here. He's talking to the Israelites who've been walking in the ways of God for 40 years. There might be a tendency for someone who's been walking with God for 40 years to think they have how God works all figured out. I think it's good among us to know those who are elders in the faith. In fact, if you're here this morning and you've been walking with God for 40 years, would you raise your hand? Let's give them a hand. Look at them. <clears throat> Guys, that doesn't happen by accident. If you're looking for some advice in your life, you think about those people who just had their hand raised. They've been through a thing or two. So he's saying here, get ready. Keep watching. God is about to do something miraculous. Keep a healthy distance. Watch God. Have your leaders' backs, but don't overtake them. God's about to do something new, and you want to be ready. Oh, <laughs> In the book of Genesis, it begins within the beginning. And it talks about how God, by his spirit, was hovering over the waters. And here at Heartland Church, the spirit of God is hovering over the waters. Do you hear him today? Have you been in a season of your life where you're coming up to a Jordan River moment? Is God hovering over your life, over your waters today? I need you to get ready. Those waters are about to part. And your miracle is in the following. In the following. That was point number one. Get ready. Number two, prepare your heart. <laughs> if you're distracted, you're going to miss it. 
if you're disenfranchised with God because of the pain of the past, because of the pain of the church, you're gonna miss it. The church is real people. Jesus is perfect, people are not. And if you're stuck disenfranchised because of the pain of people, you're gonna miss moving into your promised land. If you're too distant from God, you're gonna miss it. If you're in denial that God is moving you through a change, you're gonna miss it. But scripture tells us in, Hebrew, in James chapter four, if you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. You may feel totally distant today, but if you'll make a decision in your heart today that you're ready to move with God and you'll draw near to God, he will draw near to you and he will minister to you where you're hurting. He will minister to you where you're disenfranchised. He will minister to you where you feel distant. He will show himself strong once again. Romans 8 says, all, all those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. All those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the daughters of God. You know, in our life, we're tempted to look at the circumstances around us and question God. God, are you even real? God, it doesn't feel like you're here with me today. When my teenagers are arguing, it doesn't feel like your presence is with me. When I have to go to school for another school year that I don't want to go to, it doesn't feel like you're with me. When the boss yells at me every day of the week, it doesn't feel like you're with me. But God is saying today that you're about to cross over. Don't miss it. Don't give up on it. Don't judge the circumstance by your surroundings. Recognize where you're at by the Spirit today. Prioritize His will for your life today and be ready to mobilize when He moves you. You know, it's possible to be standing in the midst of the presence of God and miss Him completely. Isn't this what happened with Jesus? The very Son of God came in the flesh, born of a virgin, and the people in his own hometown said, who is this? But Peter, by revelation, said, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. And if we're not careful, we can miss Jesus sitting right next to us in the room. Everybody turn to your neighbor, say, are you Jesus? <laughs> now, we know, we know, we live with these people. We know they're not Jesus. 
but they got some Jesus in them. Amen? We're all on a Jesus journey. And each day we don't give up, we look more and more and more like him. You know, it's possible to be stubborn. Don't look at your neighbor now. It's possible to be bullheaded. Come on. It's possible to be fearful. So fearful in our life that our heart is not prepared for the moment of crossing over. And God, in his great love for us, will send us back into the wilderness 40 more years for some more character development. Until we'll come to the point that we're humble enough to say, I tried it my way. I can't do it all on my own. You are God and I am not. You are good and I have to trust you, and I do. God in his great love will be patient with your stubborn self. But then sometimes he sends somebody by your path who's trying to warn you and trying to say to you, God wants to bring you over as a people. God wants to bring you over individually. God wants to bring you over in your family. And God wants to bring you over as a church family into a promised land. Some of you take pride. Oh, Lord, you're you taking me here? All right. I... The Lord is funny. Some of you guys take pride in your stubbornness. Oh, somebody. I'm feeling some of my Pentecostal roots coming out right now. Some of you guys, some of you gals, you blame it on your ethnic heritage. Mm. I, hey, I'm German. Germans aren't known for being flexible. They designed the BMW. Everything's exact in its order. Some of you, you know, you came up in a family. You learned the only way to survive was to be as bullheaded as the leader of your family. And somewhere along the way, instead of uh, standing up for your personal boundaries, which is good and healthy, you know, you took that as a sense of self. That you're not just strong-willed. You're not just a person of resolve. You're a person who just doesn't like change. And you're not gonna change. Some of you have had the same chair in your living room for 20 years. Uh, Lord, really? This is not in my notes. 
and your, your, your spouse says to you, it's time to, th- don't you think it's time to get a new chair? And you say, are you kidding? This thing's just getting broke in. You old stubborn one. Or you young stubborn one. Wanting to have it your way. But always having to have it your way can get in the way of having it God's way. And so I'm just here in a loving way to prepare your heart. Get ready. Prepare your heart for change. Hmm. Going back to the scriptures. It's a little hot in the room right now. (laughs) Then Joshua told the people, purify yourselves for tomorrow. For tomorrow, the Lord will do great wonders among you. And I'm here to say this morning that tomorrow is coming. There's going to be a moment when our leader, Pastor Dave, stands up before us with some fresh direction. And we're going to have to decide, are we moving with God? Or am I going back to my Worn-in easy chair. There's a moment coming in your life today. I don't know who you are, but I have a feeling you're all around the room this morning, even online and in our balcony. God's saying there's fresh, there's a fresh season of promise coming. Tomorrow. But you've got to be ready and have your heart prepared for what he's about to do. And my last point today is it's time for some new shoes. It's time. Somebody clap because they like shoes. (laughs) Oh, I I guess there's a lot of people who like shoes in here today. What do I mean it's time for some new shoes? Think about this for a moment. Joshua sent the officers into the camp to tell them that tomorrow God's going to work a miracle. They didn't know exactly what that miracle was going to be at the time. But they knew that they were going to move out with the presence of the Lord. And just like we found out by reading the scriptures that just like he parted the Red Sea and brought them into the wilderness, he, he can part any river he wants He can part any situation he wants. He can part any background he wants. He can part any limitation that you have for him that he wants. What you think is in the way is child's play to him. You're talking about the creator, the inventor, the one who holds every situation together, every circumstance of life together. He's over it all, in it all, through it all. He can get in it and part it at any moment. 
Do you believe him? That's who we're talking about today. And Joshua's coming to them. He's saying, change is on the horizon. Uh, get ready. Prepare your heart. When you see God starting to move, when you hear God starting to move, when you hear the tramp, tramp, tramp of the feet of the leaders of God and you start to hear them going with the, with the spirit of God and the angels of God and you start to see them moving. I need you to be ready. I need you to recognize it. I need you to prioritize it. I need you to mobilize with the movement of God and you're gonna need in this new season, you're gonna need some new shoes. You say, well, where do you get that, Pastor Adam, from that passage? We understand that Moses led them through the wilderness, handed it over to Joshua, and Joshua has given them this direction. But when you look in Deuteronomy 29, it summarizes the wilderness season like this. In verse five it says, for 40 years I led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes and your sandals did not wear out. Wait a minute. What that means is they're getting ready to leave the wilderness and go into a promise. So these shoes that got them through this season are going to wear out. They're going to need new shoes again. In fact, God took care of them with manna in the wilderness, but once they cross over, no manna, no mold. God took care of them in a new way in the promised land through seed time and harvest. I got some things with me today I want to show you. Here's my old shoes. Okay? Oh, look at this. I got a box right here. Here's some new shoes. If you like new shoes in the room, getting new shoes, would you give me a shout this morning? <laughs> How many of you guys have some shoes that you love? You just want, don't want to throw them away. You just got them. Oh, God's got your number this morning. Okay. Look at these old shoes right here. Okay. You know, old shoes, they represent something. Old shoes represent where you've been. Old shoes, they get wore out, don't they? Um, they represent God's faithfulness. He got you through some things. They represent your trials and your tests. These things are all worn out. Look at that. It's no more tread there. Oh man, look at that. I stepped on something. <laughs> Taking the dog out for a walk, I must have stepped on something. Um, and isn't that a picture of our lives? We walk in these old shoes and sometimes we step in a little something. And Maybe you step on a nail and you got a puncture. Maybe you kick something and got a mark. You have a blemish. You got stains. 
on this old shoe. But this old shoe's gotten you through a lot. Really, this old shoe represents old methods. Old ways of life. Old processes. These were my, this is the old way I used to work out. It represents my former season. It even represents my former foot size. I don't know, maybe that's something when you get older, you, your feet expand. I don't know. what. I'm learning so much now that I'm aging. And then over here, we have something called new shoes. You guys like new shoes? New shoes represent something else. They represent where you're going. They represent trusting God's faithfulness for the future. You can look back on where you've been, and you can say, well, I like some things about the fit of that old season. But man, that old season's wore out. I feel like God's got something new for me. New shoes. New shoes represent new paths. New methods. New ways of life. You get new shoes for a new season. New shoes represent your current and future size. How many of you guys around the room are at the place where you don't buy shoes for your future size anymore? And how many of you around the room, you're still buying shoes for growth into a new size? Yeah, yeah. New shoes for a new season. You know, it's interesting. How do you know when your current shoes are about ready for a change? Well, I say things get gloriously uncomfortable. The shoes go from worn out, from worn in to worn out. Yeah, at one point you're like, yeah, they're nice. And then like two weeks later, they're like hitting you in places that they shouldn't, right? They've gone from worn in, mature shoes to worn out shoes. They're not gonna carry you into your new season. How else do you know when it's time to change shoes? When the size of the footprint on the inside is bigger than the restrictions on the outside. How else do you know it's time for new shoes? When the seasons change. Now, I'm a man, so I, I've had to learn a lot about shoes. But as far as I understand, a lot of ladies wear certain shoes in certain seasons. Is this right, ladies? Okay, so, so I think what happens is they go into their closet and they go, those shoes are no longer for this season these shoes are. And if they don't have those, 
They go on to the internet or to the stores and they go, yeah, it's a new season. I need some new shoes for my new season. Am I right? Now, now I'm not saying that guys don't like shoes. How many of you guys do like shoes? You, yeah, I like shoes, yeah. I just don't know all the intricacies of seasons with shoes. How do we know when it's time for new shoes with God? How do we know when it's time? Like, I really like those. I don't want everything to change. I'm that stubborn, stiff-necked person. I, I don't need them to change. They're good. I'll put up with the fact that they don't look good anymore to everybody else. I'll, I'll put up with that. And that's how it is when we walk with God sometimes. Like, we know it's not working, but we do it anyways, and everybody around us that loves us is trying to give us clues. Like, hey, uh, it's snowy out, and you're wearing sandals. That's like another believer coming up to you and say, hey, I think God's trying to get you to make a change, but you're being stubborn. Now, oftentimes we don't speak like that to one another, but we should. We should be able to handle that. We've kind of watered down our ability to communicate truth and love to one another without getting hurt all the time. But today, really, what I'm trying to say to you is, are you ready to recognize God on the move? Are you ready to prioritize what he's set to do? Are, are you ready to mobilize, get active, to put on some new shoes for a new season? Now, I'm not here telling you that Heartland Church is changing its DNA. I'm not here telling you that Jesus is changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I am here to prepare you today, to ready your heart today, that God is about to move. There is a tomorrow coming, and it's really close. New shoes. Oh, look at this. Heartland Church, it's like, look at these shiny new shoes. See, these shoes are kind of wore out. These shoes, they're ready to get worn in. I remember when I was a little kid, I'd get new shoes. I thought, and at that time they were called fastbacks. It's a long time ago. But I remember I'd get my new shoes I always felt like I could run faster. And my parents, you know, I would, I'd be in the store. And my parents, I could see them having silent conversations like, you think we can afford that? Yeah, we can afford that, okay. And then my dad would say, hey, why don't you try those shoes out? Why don't you run across the room? I, I look back at him. I can run here? Inside? That's like us saying at church, I can dance here? I can jump up and down here? I can worship God like this here? I can run in the Holy Ghost here? What? Yeah, whatever God says to do, in order, we can do in our new shoes. 
But something happens. Sometimes we get these new shoes. We're ready for the new shoes. We're yelling, rejoicing over the new shoes, and we don't get rid of the old shoes. Oh, would you think with me for a minute about your own closet? <laughs> How many old shoes do you have in your closet? You've been walking through the wilderness for 40 years and you've got some old shoes in your life. You've got some old habits. You've got some old thoughts. You've got some old processes. And it even shows up in the natural. You've got some old shoes in your closet. You don't even wear them out anymore. But the thought of being able to go back and wear them out, you're just happy about that. Some of you guys have shoes from the 1990s. And then, of course, you have shoes that are out of season. But they're out of, like, this earth season. Like, you're never going to go back to those shoes. Just admit it. You've got to learn. We've got to let go. And what happens sometimes is we had such good moments in our old shoes, coming through the wilderness of our spiritual life. I mean, remember those victories we had? Remember those great moments we had with God? Remember those miracles that he worked in our finances? Remember those miracles he worked as he, he gave us children or he did this or that or he gave us a, a career move or a promotion? Oh, man, and that's all tied to that old shoe. That's all tied right here. And I don't want to get rid of that. I might lose it. But the problem is not the shoes. The same God who's been faithful in the journey is going to be faithful over here in the promised land. And sometimes what happens is we hoard so much of our old ways and our old processes up in our lives that we have no room to embrace what is new. I walked into my closet one day and I look around and my wife and I share a closet and all over the closet, we just got all these shoes. We got all these shoes and it's, it's as much my fault as it is hers. I mean, we've got a lot of, there was a lot of shoes. I couldn't even work through all the stuff to find the shoes that I wanted that day because I had so much baggage from the past and I'll take ownership for that. I'll also say this. My wife's the type of person that when she hears God, she gets ready. And I come home another week, and God had spoken to us. We were about to go through change. And she had went into that closet, and she had pulled out all kinds of stuff. And there was this, just this big pile of stuff saying, that's the old season. I'm ready for God to do something new. And in our lives, I think it's time for us to admit to ourselves we've walked through a good wilderness time. 
We've walked through some things with God. We've learned some great lessons. He's built our character. He's gifted us. He's brought us to this moment. He's brought us to the edge of the promised land. And tomorrow, he's bringing us into something new. I'm gonna have to get some new shoes. So what am I gonna do with the old ones? I need to recognize what God's doing. I need to prioritize what God's doing. And I need to get ready to mobilize into what God's doing. I need to look through my old shoes. And take account of what I'm not bringing with me. I'll bring my memories of God's faithfulness. But I'm not going to bring the parts of it that stunk. Are you hearing me this morning? Where are you at this morning with God? Have you been running in your own shoes, running in your own works, running in your own uh, ability to get things done, working really hard in your life to try to prove something to someone. There is only one. There is only one that really matters, and that is God Almighty. And no amount of work in your own strength is going to gain you peace with God. The only way you're going to experience peace with God in the season that he's bringing you into today is by letting go of your old shoes, your old self, and accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. All around the room today, there's people on a journey, different places on the journey, and some in this room today have accepted Jesus Christ and you've been walking with him for years. If that's you, would you raise your hand? And then there's some around the room today and you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you're, you'd say, I'm pretty new. Like I, I've been walking with him for maybe less than three years, but I, I'm really, I'm growing and I'm liking it. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Yeah. And then there's some in the room today who've come into this room by an invitation and you're going, I'm ready to accept Jesus into my life and to walk with him. I'm gonna lead the whole congregation in a prayer today to receive Jesus Christ as Lord. And I would encourage you in your seat, right where you're at or online, to pray this prayer with the congregation. And then when we're done, we're gonna have an altar ministry team up front. I ask that you make your way down to the front and let them know that you prayed this prayer to receive Jesus as your savior. With every eye up and everybody looking around, let's all pray. Oh, I got you out of your religion at that moment. Jesus said, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before the Father. He didn't say if you bow your head, but it's okay to bow your head. So just say this with me. Say, God in heaven, I believe in Jesus. He died for my sins and rose from the dead. And today, I make Jesus the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me. Amen.
Amen. Someone around the room prayed that for the first time today. Let's give them a hand. Someone else in the room, you've been walking with God for a while, you have your, your things all in motion, and God is upsetting your apple cart here a little bit this morning, saying that change is on the way. And you need some extra help with that. You'd like someone to pray with you about your current season. As we dismiss today, our altar ministry team will be up front. And I want you to make your way up front and just tell them, that's me. I, I'm that stubborn one. Or I'm, I'm, I can recognize God speaking to me that change is coming. I just need someone to walk with me. And let them pray with you. Jesus said that my house is to be a house of prayer. So we should always be able to get prayer in our local church. Finally, new shoes for a new season. I have a unique and creative challenge for this congregation. I have this wonderful opportunity of doing like this mini series of two messages in a row on new shoes. If you can't handle it, don't come back for two weeks. I want you to do a prophetic act with me to prepare your life individually, your family, and this house of worship to cross over into the promised land. We're gonna have a little bit of fun, but this is something that happens between weeks. I want you to go home. I want you to walk into your closet. Yeah. I want you to look at your shoes. And I want you to look at which ones represent the old you. The old season. The old way of life. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. And I want you to bring them back to church with you next week. We are going to have a powerful moment in our service next week where you let go of your old shoes to say unto God, I'm ready to cross over. Oh, man. Don't be surprised at the emotion that comes up when you're in your closet. Somehow we get tied to physical things. And God is saying to you this morning, are you willing? Will you be ready? Will you see me? I'm right in your midst. I'm, I'm right here. I'm right in the room. Are you ready? Is your heart prepared? Are you willing? Sometimes that's a process. You gotta get willing. You need to talk some things out with God. You need to let go. 
So as we finish today, I'm going to ask our altar ministry team, if, if you're approved for altar ministry team, if you'd come up. Several of you, I'd appreciate it. We're going to end in a spirit of consecration this morning. If you made Jesus the Lord of your life this morning, when we end, come on up and see one of these people and just tell them. If you're in this place this morning and you just like someone to believe God with you, to let go and to move in, then you come up and ask for prayer. And maybe you're here this morning and you're like, I don't need someone to pray with me, but I just need some time in the presence of God. This sanctuary this morning is now a place where you can just come into the presence of God. When we dismiss, just come on up, get on your knees, lift your hands if you want, or just stand. The worship team is gonna worship as we end this morning. Because this is a two-part series. We're, we're just entering in this morning. And we'll culminate it next week. Heavenly Father, we recognize what you're doing. And we prioritize this move. We see that you're about to bring us into a fresh miracle season. And we want to be a part. Show us the old shoes of our lives. Make us ready for the new. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help more people hear this message, you can get the word out by subscribing and sharing it on social media. If you'd like to support the ministries of Heartland Church, you can do so at heartlandchurchonline.com give.